Hi, I'm Diane Worthington. And I'm Denise Vivaldo from Women Beyond a Certain Age. Now, we have a heavy show today. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy and also so appropriate for women our age because we're talking about toxic people. Now, I am 67 years old. Diane is a year or two older than me. And when we thought about this... Yep. Subject. We both said to each other, well, I've, I've weeded out most of the toxic people in my life. But if you're still dealing with toxic people in your life, you'll be able to identify with this very well. Exactly. And here's something that I said, and this is honest to God. I think Facebook has helped me learn to eliminate toxic people. Now, I was pretty good earlier on in life because I have a limited amount of time in my life. And I was able to, I, I was in therapy in my 30s and I learned some techniques for toxic people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I learned to identify them. Let's put it that way. Well, that you were ahead of the game in, well, it, in your 30s. Are you kidding? I had to, Diane, because I came from an <laughs> Italian family <laughs> where the underlining, you know, when you yes. outline a toxic family, yes. it, it, uh, when you outline Italian family's toxic comes up, trust yeah, me. Or dysfunctional, right? Yeah, yeah, we put the fun in it. Yeah. So the bottom line is. I think when people, I mean, I see this all the time on Facebook. People say, oh, I had to block a, an old friend because they oh, yeah, were saying I see that too, where the, 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 horrible the, things or po- political in today or just horrible yeah. racist comments. And I feel like saying, why are you agonizing over that? That's what the button is for. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes. But let's identify, we are either going to have toxic people at work, yep. in our family, which is the hardest probably, or in friends. And unfortunately, sometimes they're friends we've had for a long time. That's the tough part, Denise. It's very tough. And as we get older, we start to see that they don't make us feel good in the relationship. Exactly. To me, Diane, you describe it. I said when we started this, and Cindy and I and Diana were eating lunch, toxic is actually a poison. Do you know what I mean? If something's That's toxic, the term. Toxin is, a po- poison. is poison. Right. And I first became aware of it. And also, you know, it's there's different types and we can go into that different types of toxic personalities. Mm-hmm. But I was very aware of it. When I'm with someone with toxic, I don't feel good about myself. Yeah, that's sort of the identifying and factor, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Because most of the time I wake up, I feel... Like, I'm grateful life is good and stuff. And if somebody encroaches on that with a lot of negativity in any way they want to do it, they're trying to hurt my feelings. Or they're trying to make themselves feel better better. at your expense. expense. They're trying to control me. I'm sure most people listening have had that. One of the first things, like on a date or two with a new boyfriend, the the boyfriend would say, oh, let me order for you or let me do this. I think, oh, buddy, you are already out of here. Exactly. I'm I'm only here now to see how much tip you leave. So, you know, (laughs) I can make fun of you later if you're a cheapskate too. But (laughs) I'm That's a good one. You, I like it. There's so many times that the red flag oh my God. should go up in your mind. And then when Diane and Cindy and I were researching this morning, I said to Diane, this is like three shows. Yeah, and it will and it will be. And this we'll is our first again. of a number of them where we may bring on a professional That's right. to give us uh, really some tips and whatever. And but I think today for Denise and I, we kind of want to share 
our experiences and how, from you know, for me, how my life is better as a result of being aware of it. Absolutely. And paying attention when talking to someone and they're making you feel badly. And it's not like you can touch it and know exactly what it is at the moment, but yes. you just immediately do yes. not feel good. You feel bad. You know, like I mean, you've been slimed. Yeah. There's those that are highly direct, but there's the indirect passive aggressive types. That's right. Who, their goal is to make you feel crappy so they can feel better. That's right. I, you know, I got to say, Denise, I think I can safely say I don't have anyone in my life anymore that is like that. And I had a number of people. When my daughter was born, I was friends with this woman who was a lawyer and we'd yak about her boyfriends and just life. But she took up a lot of my time. But I kind of liked it. It was sure, okay. Sure. Then I had Laura. And I remember saying, I just can't do this. I, you know, I have a baby. She was like a month or two old. And I said, I can't talk to you every day like this. It's just too hard for me. Yes. And then I get a letter <laughs> in, the, in the mail. And I'm thinking, oh, she's probably sending me, maybe it's a gift card or something for the baby. <laughs> right? Right. Right? Yep. So I opened up the letter. I remember I was on my bed. I was, you know, I was still recovering. I had a C-section. And I read this letter, and I I, I, I can't even speak now. It was the most vicious, yep. cruel, yep. mean, yep. what a horrific human being I am. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I mean, just because I wasn't there for your crap? I. So that was, that was a big moment of toxicity. She is O-U-T of my life. That's right. I like the one who put on Facebook today, three strikes and you're out. That My dear friend, Robert Hampton. Thank you, Robert. That, isn't that a smart thing to say? You know, I think at first when something happens, whether it be a family member or uh, an old friend. That's a whole other show, Denise. You, it is. Family members, really. And, and, that's and, a whole other year of shows. And I can do that <laughs> with my... Five years of therapy. <laughs> so I can I can do that show almost with a license. Now, <laughs> I can share my therapist license. Now, yeah, I am trying to think of. See, I had one of mine, and she her category, and this was someone who I adored when I was in my twenties, and then as we got into our thirties, she was a drama queen. Okay. Now, the problem with that, now people say, oh, is that being toxic? Sure it is, because what would happen, I I can explain the situations, it just kept happening. So here I am now, I'm living in San Francisco, I'm going to school, I'm working part-time, I'm busy. You're really busy. You know, and you're just trying to keep your head above water, and and she had, she worked part-time, and... We had been very close friends when we worked together, but now we were in two different fields. Right. Okay. And what she would do is we would make plans for Sunday night. She was going to come into the city. We're going to go out for dinner. We're going to have a bite to eat. So uh, whatever I had done, I had run run around like a crazy person all day Sunday to be able to have the couple of hours with her, you know, and right. change my shift at work or whatever I did. And as I'm walking in my apartment to take a shower now... Uh, to get ready for us to go out for a couple of hours together. Oh, she called. She can't make it. Her son has her car keys. Her yeah, there's new, always a trauma yeah. crisis. Her brand new Mercedes won't. You know, she can't get it started. <laughs> yeah, uh, she lost her purse or wallet last night when she was in this fancy restaurant, and it just became yeah endless endless crap. now. Yeah. 
the first time it happens to you, you know, though I'd been friends with her for a long, I thought, okay. And then when it happened two or three more times, three strikes, I had three strikes. I said to her very nicely on the phone. Now, this is something that's hard for people I know. And that's why all I can share with you is there's books out there that we can, we'll put a reading list. There's some great books on Amazon and I've read most of them (laughs) on toxic people. But part of what you're going to find out is toxic people aren't going to change, okay, unless they decide to look inward, which is not really how they're made up. Right. That's why they're toxic. They're bloodsuckers. They're dumpers. Is you know, yeah. they're the yeah. vomiters. Is Diane goes and the yeah. person that just vomits. At they they you. just yeah, and you just feel like you're sitting there and you just got thrown up all just, over it, with their stuff so that they can feel better. It's not about you. You're not in this equation. That's exactly right. So what I found out is that people and what I had to say to her, and I was heartbroken. Yeah. Because I know there were lots of things that she was going through in her own life that were difficult. But I said to her, I can't do this anymore. She said, what? I said, I can't run myself ragged trying to see you. And then you constantly break the engagement. Yes. And she said, oh, it was, and I said, but this has been going on for years. And now the difference is, is that I have different boundaries because my time is more precious is what I was saying to her. Which was really fair. And that was fair. And I told her up front and then she said, I'll be better next time. And guess what? She was Same old, same old. And then we drifted apart. I felt nothing but love for her, but I just didn't want to waste my time like that anymore. I think you have to, but you know, what you you just said is important. behavior. Okay. No, no, no. But you said something more important. Okay. You don't want to waste your time. Exactly. We are, you know, as we've discussed, the runway is shorter, yada, yada, yada. We, our time is precious to us, whether it's in your 30s or your 60s or your 70s or your 80s or your 20s. Also, I want to spend time with people that lift me up. Exactly. That inspire me. People that are interesting. You know, you read these stories about uh, this woman. I I love one of the things, you know, again, I love reading articles on Facebook that are from different mediums. You know, it can be the New York Times. It can be. But it talks about uh, the woman who just run the marathon marathon in her hometown and she didn't start training until she was 70. Yeah. I read those stories and I think that's who I want to be. And that's what I want to know about. I don't want to be the narcissist. Right. I don't want to be the vomiter. Right. I don't want to be the negative Nelly. Oh, yeah. Or you the know, judger. Or the judgmental. I love judgers. Oh, These yes. are the people I think, and I just remember when I wrote The Cuisine of California, I was so scared because I, frankly, it was my very first book and of I didn't course. know what the hell I was doing, but I just used my um, uh, training skills from Berkeley and from USC and getting my master's. And I used those skills to write the book. But I just remember thinking all the time, I am going to be annihilated by (laughs) by calling something a cuisine that's only 200 years old, California cooking. And... um, and then I stopped worrying about it, and I and then when I wrote the book and I it came out, I just thought to myself, so much easier to be the judgmental person going, <laughs> oh my God, that is not right. That you know yes. they don't know what they're talking about. Yes. She doesn't know how to do this. It's way easier to do that than to get down and dirty and do the hard work. That's right. And those kinds of people 
you know, it's sad for them, so they've got to find a place to make themselves feel better. We I Is this just, resonating for, with any of you, I hope? I hope. I'll tell you this. I think that, you know, again, now, sometimes you get a toxic person in your life because you marry into it. Okay? Well, okay, that's one. And that's that, a whole... That, that's Again, know. that's... Yeah. But I'll tell you, and I know this, the same thing has happened to me. I've gotten better at boundaries. So there are certain people... Right. In my husband's family, I like all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't get me wrong. But there's a couple of them that I want to admire from afar. Yeah. Gotcha. And how I've learned is I'm not going to spend time with them. I, I mean, I wish them the best and stuff like that. But if Kenny feels he needs to spend time with them, then you go do it. Boy. That's a good. That's a good okay. way to do it. You don't have to be attached but to things. I am not attached for some of those yeah. gigs because I can't think. Because it of makes it you as, feel bad, and that can go for family or friends. You know, one of the things, and uh, when it's family, and I know this is a big problem to people, and we'll talk about that, and and the next one, I really think we need to talk about that. But, but I'll tell you this: when my husband, being an attorney, has taught me to be a better listener. The evidence is in, he'll say to me, Denise, do you know what I mean? When clients were having financial problems and then I do a job for them and then I don't get the check, he'd say to me, didn't you come home from that shoot and tell me that you thought they were having financial problems? And I said, yeah. He goes, and why didn't you look at that? Yeah. Okay. So Kenny always calls the evidence is in. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good way. And if you just pay attention, pay attention, it's right there in front of you. Now, here's my favorite. Someone very, very close to me. Okay, it's one of my sisters. She doesn't listen. I can say this. Yeah. But I say this in all... When I was younger, I'm her baby sister. Right. Okay? So we have to look at family dynamics. You have to go back. Now, as you mentioned today, Diane, as we get older, for God's sakes, we have to grow up and get into a mindset of not being sibling rival. You know, you have to grow up. Right. Well, that's it. And and so, but this was my favorite line. And when I heard it, it changed the dynamic because... She'd always been the older sister. Well, when I went to school, she lent me money. She did a lot of wonderful things for me, okay? Now, was that out of the goodness of her heart, or was that a control issue? Hmm. Mm. We'll have to look back at that. (laughs) But anyway. I think I'm getting what you're saying. Okay, but what I have to tell you is the day that she says to me, so we're on the phone. Now I've remarried. My career's in full bloom. I'm doing really, really well. Right. And she says to me in a voice as clear as a bell on the phone, you know, I think I liked you better. When you needed me and my money. Yes. That, I mean, that's a type. Okay. That's what they need to be in the relationship with you. It wasn't said cruelly. Do you see what I'm saying? She was actually just telling you the truth. She was actually telling me the truth. So interesting. And at the moment that she said it, I said, Manischewitz, that's not good. Okay. Manischewitz, where'd that come from, Denise? Just, my father used to always see Manischewitz. I don't know. Did he? Yes, I oh. don't know why. But I remember thinking, that's not good that's for funny. either of us, okay? No, of course not. But what it really said to me was, Jesus Christ, you've got some issues, girl, because that's that's not a healthy perspective. No. But of course, poison isn't healthy, is it? No, and everybody has their own crap. So it's a question of whether it's impacting you or it's helping you or it's neutral. But, you know, when people make you... Here's the bottom line about toxicity with people, I think. 
if you are either, whether it's an email, whether it's a phone conversation, whether it's a one-on-one and you're together and all of a sudden you feel like you just got slammed, That's but right. you didn't realize it. Yes. It's like your whole body knows something's not right, but you're still in the thing. And then you're going, wait, what? Wait a second. That feels... That's just not, that's out of bounds is what it is. That's exactly right. You know, know, it's fascinating to me that people would assume. Now, first of all, sometimes we have no control over our families. Okay. And we have no control who our brother or sister or father, stepfather, anybody marries. No, we don't know. Yeah. You can choose people in your life. They can be your family. That's right. But we can't choose our family. And also our biological, biological, but also Why would we assume, I know this is heartbreaking to people, okay, you're friends with someone in sixth grade and you play volleyball with them. Right. Oh, I was the captain of the volleyball team. And now it's 50 years later and it's time to go to your (laughs) reunion and you get there and you find out that that person wasn't nearly as fabulous as you remember. Isn't that funny? When they were in sixth grade. Sixth grade, right. You don't have to judge them or hurt them or put them down. You have to look at yourself and think, gee, maybe in a lifetime, I've changed. Yeah. I say to people all the time. You don't have the same interests. You don't have the same. No. If we aren't growing and changing. Right. Then we're dead meat, in my opinion. But why would we assume that friends and family are always going to love us or have our best interests in heart? Do you know what I mean? When we don't know their side of the story. I mean... Well, I think that's really a good point. I mean, the only way you can know this is to spend the time and be in the relationship and to see how you feel, how it resonates with you. Does that person make you feel... Good about yourself? Does Are they happy for you? Exactly. Are they truly happy right. for you? And, you know, I feel fortunate because I have friends. I have friends since I've been in the fifth grade, my very best friend. Still, fifth grade, we were yep. 11. I would trust her with my life, and I really mean that. And all she wants is the best for me. That's right. But there have been people in my life. There was somebody else who was in high school who she was just, what can I say? Not great. She was she was all about herself and always making me feel guilty, like I was the wrong one. She borrowed dining room chairs from me. This is how out of it I was in my 20s. She borrowed, I don't remember why she did this. And then I had the nerve, the audacity to ask for them back. She was taken aback. I'll just never forget. I finally got the chairs back and see you later. I, you know? I've been there. I know that feeling. I think that there are people, you know, one of the other ones that I love that people are sometimes, and that's to me like a moocher, Diane. Yeah, (laughs) well, they're mooching your time. That's for one thing. I have people that they're, and I had one recently, and it's someone that I really like. Right. But I have to tell you, it was a bad day. I told Cindy this. It was was Friday afternoon. I was really tired. You were done for the week. Done for the week. And I picked up the phone. And this friend, and she is a friend, but she just kept telling me what was wrong with the podcast. Okay. Oh, really? And and to be honest with you, I had enough. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought, and first of all, did you ask her for her info? No, I didn't. (laughs) So this was all just sharing because she wanted to help 
quote, help you. Yeah, and I think that it was really done in, um, really, in the best, I'm keeping it in the higher power because I know her and she's a wonderful person. But at that moment, I don't know what it was, but I have to tell you something. It was hard for me because it it, it felt like it sucked the life out of me when I was already tired. Yeah, of course. And I think that's something that we all have to be aware of. We have to be better listeners. I also think, because toxic toxicity doesn't have to be an everyday thing. I think sometimes with every people, we say things that are cruel or we say things that are mean coming from us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we shouldn't. I know I've said things sometimes that later on I have gone back and apologized right. to someone and said... That's, but that's the difference, Denise. You're really yeah. making a very important point. When you have the recognition that you were off the rails and you have had a bad day or whatever it was, and you really were just a jerk. Yeah. And you can go back and say, you know, I really want to tell you, I don't know where it was going on. I don't know where that came from. That's different than a toxic person because they don't even have any awareness. They're just busy judging, talking about themselves, trying to make you feel they, they don't care about how you feel. They do not. That's the whole point. My favorite, and Cindy's heard this one, but I have to say it. Yes. One of my last living relatives is a difficult personality. Okay, that's another thing. People that are difficult, drama queens, people right. that are always angry, people that are, right. you know. They this, didn't get with they they, didn't, you. I have one people that say to me, you are so lucky. Oh, yeah, of course you, you are. are. You so haven't done lucky, anything Diane. for this, Diane. You just, You're just lucky. Yeah. You have a house, you have a daughter, you have a great husband, and you have a career. You're just lucky. Because that 44 years of marriage was a piece of cake, wasn't it, girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a party day and night. You know the other thing people don't realize about as you get older? I mean, and the, and the fabulous sex just never ends. <laughs> no. I have to tell you. I mean, it's just diamonds and good sex, isn't right. it? Right. Diamonds and good sex. That's what That's my life it. is. And you know, but, but but it's unbelievable that people, that there are those that feel like they should have gotten that. That's you exactly You shouldn't right. have. Who my, are you? Why did I you do it? I have to tell you. It's my, just amazing to me. My relative that's still alive. This yeah. is, I go out of my way to visit her when I'm in San Francisco. Yeah. I know she's not a happy person. I right. know she has, there's so many issues here. It's, we can't. Yeah. That's on them. Yeah. So I've had to learn to protect myself from her, you know, as a right. technique. Right. But I'll arrive at her house. I have stayed over. It means I've spent a couple hundred dollars in a hotel room in San uh-huh. Francisco just to be able to see her in the morning. I plan on taking the airporter from her, you know. Her yeah. place, so, but I, I arrive with pastries or whatever, and she's, this is her thing. Oh, did you want me to make you a cup of coffee? I already had mine. <laughs> All right. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Number two. But you oh, do it for a different I reason. I do it because yeah. I feel like it's part of my responsibility. As right. Being, it's different. She's in my family. But, but my favorite was one day, I, this was Cindy, when I came home, I told Cindy, she had come out. She makes things and knits things, you okay. guys. And they're always the wrong size. I mean, they're fam- it's a joke. It, we're famous for it in the family. Like, if she ever knit you anything, it d- didn't fit you. Right. And then she would later on say, of course, this is Italian telephone. How you, yeah. She would tell someone else in the family, you never wear it, and she's never doing anything for you again because you don't appreciate it. You <laughs> right. know, the whole thing goes down the line. Right. She brought out a black knit top for her friend. For her best friend that she'd made, like a pool cover-up. Now, her friend was one of the loveliest people in the world, but her friend weighed 485 pounds. And I know this because I knew her. Okay. Wow. So she brought it out and said to me, 
Helen didn't like this, but I think you can wear it. <laughs> now, I am not thin. I am a nice, chunky old lady. Oh, you're but so cute. But I looked at that and said to her, Lois, I think this is a car cover. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think I could use this as a doily on my BMW. Oh, my God. A car And then I said to her, thank you so much. And she kept saying, well, take it. You have to take it. I'm giving it to you. I said, I'm not going to take it, Lois, because I will never wear it unless I cut it up and, you know, turn it into a car cover for my car. But she constantly hurts my feelings. Okay. There is never a day that she doesn't hurt my feelings. She's I, so sun, so and it's I'm never going to change. Self-aware. She's in her eighties. This woman is not going to change. Yeah, but right, what has course. changed is, I have pulled back. I don't go out of my way to see her. I drop her notes. I call when I know she will not answer the phone and leave messages on the phone because I don't want to get hurt by her again. Okay, I that's understand. what it's come down to. But I have my sweet sister who she constantly hurts her feelings, and I say to Annie, stop. Stop letting her hurt you, okay? So if that's any tip to people, and there are. I mean, I still communicate with her, but I avoid her like the plague, okay? Because I'm not going to allow her. Well, this is a different thing. She's a family person, and she's old, and but I'm talking to, I mean. But you know what? But it, you know but it what? still hurts you and makes you it feel lousy. It still hurts your feelings, but I'll tell you something else. She was always like this, and none of us stopped her. Yeah, she well, was that's mean the thing. The boundaries. She was 40. Right, and the boundaries. So if you, you don't yeah. set the boundaries, and yeah. you can't, and if your behavior can't change her. Now, once or twice when she said terrible things to me, I looked her right in the face and said, you know, that hurts my feelings, which was just like, you know, throwing water on a duck. Right, (laughs) right, right. But I do think that there are, you know, and then there are moments that you just think, I don't need to see that person ever again. Oh, yeah. You know, that's where I'm at with her now. I, if something happened to her, sure, I'll help bury her, but I'm not going to. You're done. You're done. I'm done. You know, and I think, I think as we, um, and I know that about me and I don't feel guilt. The other thing we haven't talked about guilt. Oh, I feel so bad. Why should I feel bad? I'm trying to be the nice person because we grew grew up up feeling, I mean, certainly if you were Jewish or Italian, you grew up feeling guilty. Guilty. (laughs) Didn't matter what it was. And nice. Yeah. And then you had to be nice and everybody had to like you. Everyone And if somebody didn't like you, there was something the matter with you. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized I don't have to like everybody, and God knows they don't have to like me. Isn't that that a relief? It's such a relief. It's like giant bricks off your shoulders. Well, it's a crapshoot. I'm not going to like everybody, and they're not going to like me. Of course not. And that's okay. Yeah, but it's okay. You don't. But you don't have to. You know, throw poison at the other person. That's exactly right. And when that happens. I just think it's really important to be able at this point in one's life to be able to identify it when it comes flying through. That's right. And to sit with it and go, yeah, uh-huh, I got this one. Was Bye. That, did that person just throw shit on me? Is yeah. that why I'm yeah. tasting yes. that? Yeah, exactly. You know, when I used to say to Cindy, when we're in the jungle on really difficult shoots with producers that were narcissists, okay, oh there's no other they way to describe They were so important, them. so there's important. Some, and so many people in television are narcissists. They're well, they think that they're it. self-important. That's right. And if they weren't, they wouldn't have been successful in a certain way, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, that may be true in that world. But I used to always say to Cindy, oh, I have to put on my lipstick today because I don't want to taste any more shit. <laughs> oh, God. Are you? It, listen, you had some tough times with people that were just 
just horrifying. Oh, and you know, this is when you talk about toxic. Well, that's w- in the work world. We're in the about. work world, yeah. I worked with so many toxic people. I can't even. That that's probably why I'm able to identify them. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just a discussion I was having on Facebook about a famous, famous people who said, oh, but she edited some beautiful cookbooks and people that were, were devoted to her. But she edited that that horrible, the big scandal of the, you know, which one I'm talking about, the joy of cooking. Diane, I won't say her name, but I met her once and I knew in a heartbeat. I mean, my. You're talking about the editor. Yes. My scary bullshit meter was, I I couldn't hear myself think the bell was so loud. Okay. So there are, so I'm grateful in a way that I worked with so many toxic people because it did. Taught you. It taught me also. And when you can't make changes, then you better just change yourself or withdraw and walk away because it's a losing situation. Well, first of all, you can't change anybody. No. Except yourself. That's right. And the only thing that you can do for yourself is to boundary yourself so that you protect yourself. That's right. And we're just in such a tough time in the world. I don't care what your political persuasion is. It's difficult out there. People are angry. People are unhappy. And so they want to get rid of some of it and as I would say throw up on you so they can feel better yes and so it's your obligation to yourself well, to pay I, attention to how to take care of yourself I know this we have more to talk about with toxic people yeah and I think that and there are wonderful books and I have to tell you on Amazon one of them is just called Toxic People and the woman's name is Dr. Susan Forward yeah she used to be on uh, the radio okay Diane recognized your name immediately but I'm going to tell you something there were some excellent books on Amazon some new ones that I hadn't read I was surprised when I went to my bookshelves today seeing the purge I gave most of those away yeah I read every self-help book in the 80s that you could read. <laughs> right. Ditto. Okay. I read every single one. I was, that was my and, problem. And I read them all. And But I have to tell you something. They helped me. Most of them, I remember now, I didn't give them away. I usually gave them to someone that I knew that might be really, really helpful uh-huh. for them to read the book. So I, I don't want to discount self-help books at all because there are some great books out there that might help you. Do you know what I mean? Identify toxic people in your life because I know this. If you've had a real, and I have friends with this, if you've had a real toxic mother, and then I'm ending here. Yes. Your mother, we're sold all this stuff in our lifetimes. Yeah. We're sold that when we get married, girls, we should all be nice. That our mothers will always love us. That our, you know, that people will, it's not right to be jealous, so people won't be jealous. We're taught that people won't steal. We're, t- we're You know what I mean? I think. In my generation, I was taught all these helpful things. Well, you know what? That's just not the case. Yeah. And no, sometimes a parent is not a good parent. And that's very hard for someone to come to grips with. And uh, Well, you know how I feel about this. Listen, I grew up in a family with four kids. My dad was a busy surgeon. My mom was a housewife who definitely should have been out there working because she had so much that she should have done, but it wasn't the time when you could do that. And honestly, you have to kind of figure out at what point do you stop blaming your parents yep. and take it on yourself? It's important to understand maybe how this happened, whatever it is that That's makes right. you feel a certain way. But then you just can't live. And this, I think, happens to a lot of people, Denise. They live in, you know, my 
father was such a jerk to me. Yes. My mother wasn't there for me in the way. You know, at some point you got to be your own best mom or your own best dad. Absolutely. And you got to you got to come to terms with that cuz it's kind of a cop out at some point. And I'm not saying if you were sexually abused and of molested and all of that stuff it's not Horrific. Honey, I mean, I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I know. You know, I'll that's tell a you, whole different level of horrification. After a few years after I'd been divorced, I realized that I had to stop blaming my husband for yeah. our divorce. Yeah. One, because it wasn't any more his fault than it was mine. But you know what else? It's old news and it's boring. So yeah. unless you're going to a therapist and keeping it private, don't tell your friends this stuff because nobody wants to know it. <laughs> Now, if this is a technique that could be helpful to people, I want to share this. I have found, if you're still at the stage where you're not ready to cut this person out of your life, when someone says something to you cruel or not necessary at all at the moment, like, oh, well, I never expected you to get fat, Denise, which is exactly what happened Uh. when someone said that to me, I said, did you not think that was not going to hurt my feelings? And she was stunned. And then I said, you know, I don't know if you're not listening. And then she went on to say something else exactly as ugly as that. Not not at all listening to what I was saying. And then I shut her down by saying, I think we could revisit this at another time. Or I don't really care to talk about that with you. Right. That's really good. And I just said to her, I don't care to talk about that with you. And then she had to shut up. I know that I could lose some weight. What she was saying was not the insult or the cruelty. It was the way she said it, of course. And yeah. it was so unnecessary at that moment. She was trying to hurt she you. She was to trying feel to better. hurt me so, so that she'd herself. feel better. Right. So I think that if you can learn to say to someone, one, that I think that just hurt my feelings. Matter of fact, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Or two, I don't really want to discuss this with you. Right. Let's revisit this, you know, or... I wouldn't even say let's revisit this. I would say... But shut them down. Right. I didn't ask for your opinion. I didn't ask for your opinion. Right. So I don't want to discuss it anymore. And this again, Diane, I think is something that we learn as we get older. Well, that's the thing. That's the good part of getting older. Very hard when you're younger to... So painful. So painful. So painful. But, Denise, what I want to add is that for me, I believe... That it isn't the outcome that you're looking for. It is the process in what you're doing. So when someone just cuts you down and, you know, you don't know where it came from, but you know it wasn't good, you can go to the place which is taking care of yourself. Yes. You don't know that that person's going to say, oh, I'm so sorry. And that will, you know, I, I don't even know why I said that. They're probably going to either be nasty back or whatever. But if you take care of yourself and say, by saying whatever it is that's protective, self-protective, what they do doesn't really matter. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It took me a long time to learn that. Oh, I wanted to get even or that's I wanted right. them to feel better. No, I don't care. You know what? By not, not being vulnerable to them. That's right. Does Then the pin, it, it's a, a little pin prick and it's gone. Right. But it's all about you're taking care of that's yourself right. and cleaning your side of the street up. That's you can't even, clean anybody else's side of the street up. You in got life. that right. So on that note... Well, more to come. Send us send us anything, you guys. <laughs> anything. We're desperate. Recipes. We want, we want anywhere. We want anywhere. <laughs>
We want anything but a fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, please do send not send messages if you've got it. If you have instances, if you have any books that you've read that you think would yeah, help us would on this great. subject, that's a good idea. Please do. And again, thank you so much, and we look forward to it the next time. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Diane. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.